ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another fun-full edition of Soaplore, our single-season sensation, The Yellow Rose, episode 6. Y'all aren't going to believe this one. This is a full-on Western adventure today. This episode is called Breaking Trail. So go ahead and pour yourself up something cool, bubbly, and preferably carbonated. I'm not judging you. You put whatever you want in your beverage because I'm assuming you're not driving. If you are driving while you're listening to this, come on. We're better than this, okay? I want to be the voice of reason for you today. Nothing alcoholic. Just chill. Wait till you get home. Drink whatever you need to drink. Sit back and enjoy it. I'm going to fill your ear With all the tea on this beautiful single season sensation, this 80s gem that should have lasted a lot longer than it did. This is a truly unique episode. I gotta admit, even growing up in Texas, this wasn't something I would have believed was real. Now I've read about this sort of thing in The Little House in the Prairie when I was a kid. I love those books, by the way. They were so interesting. And I think it's just kind of a healthy thing to read at that age. You understand that The world that you live in didn't come about by accident. It was built up over time. So I love those sort of books. And this episode tapped into basically an old-fashioned trail run where you have cattle that you need to move over hundreds and hundreds of miles of wide open plains. That's hard. Well, it's actually not that hard to believe. In Texas, depending on where you're at, you, you'd still have to move through several people's because I'm an adult. I, I'm thinking the whole episode. Okay. There's different people's property. There's barbed wire. There's different reasons why people put up boundaries on their land, but it doesn't seem to stop anybody on this episode. So the gist of it is this. Now that all of the murder slash cocaine running is behind them, we got one Hollister in jail going down for the whole thing. And Sanchez is wherever Sanchez is. I'll let you guys watch and figure that out. The next thing that the champions need to do to save the Yellow Rose is basically to get 3,000 individual pieces of stock, i.e. cows, clear across the state. They need to be at the stockyards by a certain date so that they can sell them off and basically pay all of their bills. Keep the lights on, make sure payroll goes on, etc, etc. The last time I recorded this show, I just basically read my notes off of it. And I really liked the way that turned out. So I'm gonna do it again. So the show opens with a cattle herding gone wrong. Some mule, some jerk shows up on a horse and he starts shooting a gun up in the air, which thwarts the cattle. They start getting confused. They start running around. And one of the old cowboys, he actually gets hurt in the process. Not to worry though, because that dude, Roy, Roy Champion, he is a champion horse rider. He basically chases the guy down, tackles him off a horse, and he puts two and two together and decides that this guy was sent by Hollister. Is he going to sit back and take that? Absolutely not. It's Roy Champion you're talking about. So he mounts up his horse, or basically his metal horse, which is AKA the Suburban. He jumps in, he snatches said villain and puts him also in the Suburban. And he, Kisto, Wit, and Chance run down to Hollister's house because they already know who sent this yokel. Unfortunately, Hollister is having a beautiful outdoor picnic, which <laughs> the last thing you want to happen is to be out it during a picnic. So 
Roy and his posse pull up. They make a huge scene. They kick up dust. They make, you know, little donuts in the yard, what have you. They jump out and they snatch out the villain guy who was shooting up the, the gun to disrupt the herd. And they throw him out and they're like, Hollister, you jerk. I know this is your guy. And I know I don't even try to lie about it because I have your gun. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm so, so glad you decided to join me today. Please understand that I don't make up anything at all. What I tend to do is take creative liberties with certain scenes so that I can draw out the essence of the scene versus giving you the blow by blow verbatim dialogue in said scene. On this scene, like I said, don't even try to lie about it, Hollister. I know it was you. I got your gun, blase, blase. Hollister's like, dude, you just interrupted a beautiful barbecue. You know how much, you know how much cloth table cost costs? Get out of here. Wilding, get out of my face. You're absolutely out of your mind. Only Roy's not out of his mind. He's absolutely right. Hollister really, really thought that this local yokel would be able to shoot a pistol and break out running and nothing would happen. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Even more unfortunate is that Hollister is Petty LaBelle, Elvis Petty, Petty White. And he's not going to stand for this. You ruined my party. I'm going to ruin your money. And in order to keep that, he has to be fully petty LaBelle. He calls up every local trucking company that would haul cattle across the state. And he's like, hey, um, I need to rent you. He basically either rents up, buys out, or blackmails every trucking company in the great state of Texas. So that Chance and his brother Roy have no other choice than to run the cattle on foot or on horseback over miles and miles of territory. Now, what they claim to say is that they are, it's around San Antonio. It's around that area. You would think the stockyards would be in Fort Stockton, but I suppose there's more than one. And they're heading to Evaldi, Texas, which is about an hour and a half outside of San Antonio. So they're, they're further south in the valley. Who knows? It's going to take them several days on horseback. And it's kind of a harebrained scheme. It's like a hair trigger reaction. But everybody is in agreement. Colleen's down. Roy's down. Keystone's down. Wit's down. Everybody's like, okay, let's just do this. Unfortunately, one of the people who agrees is uh, Grace. It doesn't really matter if she agrees or not. If she wants to get paid, she's going to load that chuck wagon and she's going to go. But now, instead of just being worried about Wit, she's pressed about whether or not Chance is is enjoying her for whatever reason. She feels like she and Chance haven't had many conversations since the night before last where she confessed that she wanted to leave and that she had feelings for wits. Now, in this particular scene, Grace is wearing this really fly, cr- this really beautiful cream Aztec jacket, and she feels weird, of course, because Chance is ignoring her. So Colleen is close enough to where Joy- Joyce was her name Grace? Grace feels like she needs to ask her about them. And she asks, um, she feels a way about Colleen, which has never been something worth saying because Colleen is her boss. But the fact that Chance is there and she knows that they're fooling around, she feels the need to speak on it. And she she's like, you know, Colleen, you're cool, but I feel like you're doing this for selfish reasons. And Colleen tells her, um, you know what? You should probably get to work. I'm going to go find something to do. You probably should too, which is double shade. She's like, boo, don't be mad at me. Here's what she's really saying. 
Don't be mad at me because I got a man. Don't be even more mad at me because I got one of your old men. Get over it. Deal with it. Get a grip. Do what you got to do. But you work for me, right? I sign your checks. Yeah, baby girl, you better get to cooking something. Dismisses her. So there's only one place in town or in Texas where the Hollisters hadn't gotten to. And Keystone makes a deal with the truck driver like, yo, we're going to go buy four trucks. We'll just make two trips. Make sure the contracts are ready so that we can do this. Now, Hollister has gotten to this guy, but it's not as quickly as the other guys. So unbeknownst to the crew, unbeknownst to all the champions, there's been some tampering with at least one of the trucks. But in the meantime, in between time, Roy feels like he needs to talk to Grace about he about her and wit. And he tells her, you know, at the end of the day, you're the older woman. I need you to put a stop to this. I need you to make sure that he didn't have a crush on you. And please, please don't act on it by any means. She kind of half-heartedly agrees. And then she's just really pensive the rest of the episode. So I'm not going to spoil the rest because there is a very exciting action scene where um, some things go down per usual. This is, it gives me a lot of Falcon Crest vibes where it seems as if a lot of the actors on the show are also want to be action figures. They want to be in action movies going forward. But um, yeah, they need to move cattle across the state. Eventually, they're going to do it on foot. But in the meantime, in between time, you get to figure out why it doesn't work between them. I just saw that this show is also on iTunes. However, I feel like I might be wrong. I went in and put up um, Yellow Rose and it brought up a newer show, but it's not quite the same show. So I'm watching this the old fashioned way, old fashioned for millennials. That is, I'm watching this on DVD like it's 2007 and I'm enjoying every single minute of it. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. I probably will take a little bit of time off to enjoy some of the summer. But remember, keep a smile on your face and keep all of your drama on TV.